Hey everybody and welcome to Spider Duck Gaming episode 5. We are joined uh, by Frank. What up, what up, what up? And that's that's it. It's just me and Frank this week on the podcast. Fuck you, Trevor. It's, oh, I'm, I'm oh. here too. I didn't see you. Your milky white skin blended in, blended with, in with the, with the wall. Oh, that's a good joke. It's funny. You know, it's great. You should you should write jokes. I thought that was just you just had a, a t-shirt on the wall that was just yeah. I mean, I've hung similar t-shirts. Okay. So you don't have a Zelda shirt. I do. I have you a couple don't. Zelda shirts. What? Yeah. I don't think I think it's a dude. Water. I have a water temple shirt. Oh wow! You've seen it water. before. I hate the water Son temple. she does. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I have a Legend of Zelda logo shirt. Okay, well, fuck you. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a Twilight Princess hat. Just saying. Oh wow! Oh. As well as a Twilight Princess beanie. But you know, what's your favorite Zelda game, Trevor? Ocarina. It's my favorite too, but I fucking hate that water temple. It's a bitch. Never got past it. Ever. Water Never. Temple. Never beat Ocarina of Time. Oh, shut up. Temple de los Muertos. <laughs> did you beat did you beat Temple Ocarina of the Time? Dead? I was at the very end, you, but guys, I didn't finish it. You motherfuckers haven't beat Ocarina of Time or Bioshock? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so anyway, let's move along. What are we playing? I know what you guys are playing. I haven't played it yet, so let's get that part out of the way because I have nothing to say about Assassin's Creed and you guys have a lot to say about Assassin's Creed. Well, first of all, I know Assassin's, Assassin's Creed 3 is by far one of the better ones in the series. Even though as a new character, I know people are going to be kind of harping on that. It's not Ezio, it's not Atair anymore. But trust me, Connor, once you start playing as him, will not let you down. I think for a lot of people, the setting makes up for the fact that it's a different... Whether, however they feel about the character itself, the fact that it's in America. Right, it's, it's in America. Uh, you get to meet some of the... You get to meet uh, Benjamin Franklin, Samuel Adams. Just, I mean, for I love American history, so for me, I right. really want to play the fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of history buffs are going to love this game because of that. They're going to love the settings. Um, the hunting in this portion of the game is actually pretty vital because you can use the uh, meat and skins from it to to trade and get money from it they use it to build up your area so. do you eat meat in the game or you just trade it um you just trade it okay. I mean for the health bar and all that good stuff it just it automatically regenerates after like a couple seconds so you there's no real reason for you to eat anything mm-hmm. or uh to have like potions on you like they used to have for Atair or uh, Etsy you just, said the health bar regenerates mm-hmm. yeah it's just a regenerating health bar instead of no. having Having like health potions, but now if you don't protect yourself or dodge at the right time, you can you can die very very easily. Is combat in general more difficult than it was in previous games? A little bit, only because now um, <clears throat> they didn't do it. They started to do the double and triple counters in the last. That's what game. you were talking about, where you can kill two enemies at once. With yeah, them. yeah. Okay. It, it's if you don't time it right and you get hit, that they take damage off you, and they're bayoneted muskets. So yeah, they're gonna hurt. And then there's also the tr- highly trained enemies where you can counter, but they're not going to let you continue your counter. Like in the old games, you. the heavily armored opponents that you try to counter. Not, not even the armor ones. <laughs> they could be less armor. They're just high, more trained. Well, there's no this. armor in this at all, is there? Well, there's there's two there's two ways to counter, too. Like, if you... For those guys, like, if you counter and then hit X, like, for a normal guy, you'll kill him. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the other ones, it's, it's about breaking their... Uh, def- there's two counters... 
One's for actually killing, the other one's for disarming. Yeah, it's and for then, like breaking their defense. And then there's okay. another. So button. like you hit A to break their defense. You have to break their defense, and then if you do it twice or three times, mm-hmm. they'll actually knock that person down on the ground, and then you you, give you the in, the opening to kill them off. Okay, so but just from the sound of it, but in general, the game. The combat's been made a little bit easier because you don't have... It's still pretty the same. I mean, you don't have to hold down a trigger to, like, go into combat or, like, target like you right. did in previous games. That and then the fact that you you always go into combat with full health. Because your health regenerates. Pretty much, For, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Call of, it was never a difficult game yeah. in the other there, ones, so They it's... were, but the... <clears throat> And just like in other games, you can like move around different areas. There's ways to run away and break line of sight. Um, actually, running through like open windows or doors is actually pretty fun because look, the cinematics from it is just it's more fluid. Because now instead of uh, the previous games, you holding down the right trigger and hitting A at the right spots. Mm-hmm. This time, you can just hold down the right trigger and he automatically like vault over stuff. Um, like low rise fences, he'll do a nice little hop over. He doesn't have to touch it. So mm-hmm. he, it's like he's uh, parkouring. Uh. <laughs> One of my things with Assassin's Creed was always I mean, I like hard games. And Assassin's Creed gives you this awesome escape system, this awesome escape mechanism where you can, you can vault over fences, you can swing across fucking poles, you can hide in hay bales. But the fact that the game, the combat itself was never very punishing, you never really. It felt like you had to run. Like, you could just turn around and counter four guys in a row with, like, fucking, like, nothing. And and, and then nobody knows what happened. And, and the town would just start walking by normal. Like, oh, that makes sense. Four dead guys. Well, you also got to remember that the, mostly other people you're fighting or being oppressing or oppressing those village, those people who are just walking by. So when the, everything's done, they're happy that you killed them. They just go about their business. I mean, you could look at that at that way. You oh, could, you that's could, you exactly could, what it is. I, you could, I mean, you could make that excuse for it. But at the, at the same time, if a, a town person in Boston was walking by and there was a dead red coat holding his guts screaming for help they wouldn't just be like oh fucker That's what he had I mean I think it's more pretty much the fact that there's no AI behind the, the trigger the... for the AI it, there are different modes the AI can be in for true folk. like it, they're an true. alert mode we're like shit shit's going down and then once everybody's dead then they're like okay back to normal I don't see those corpses and they just go about their business I mean that's, that's just, true that's true but you know but also remember, it's a video game it's a video game, and also I believe back at that time frame, that's probably what they did as well. well in real life, just, well, just I mean, out there. Too, if there were if there was blood in the streets, it was usually a big like a big like the Boston massacre, things like that. You know, it was a big deal. Which you like, actually do in this game too. Yeah, yeah, and but, but I mean, tea party that was actually pretty fun. I just, I mean, I mean, I want to play it for the history part of it, but it sounds to me like the game itself. It mostly like it, it's aesthetic things that have changed. Like the, the core experience is pretty much what it was, which is good and bad from my perspective. Because there were, like I said, there were places, parts of the game that I feel like aren't properly utilized. Like that whole run away from trouble, that how developed it is, but how unnecessary it is. I mean, that was a choice. You don't have to. It's a choice, yeah, but. It, <sighs> The whole, like I said, the, the fact that the combat's so easy. And true, and don't forget that they, 
everyone probably will choose to do combat because it's fun and they can try to see what different type of counters or animations they can get out of the death sequences. Yeah. But also remember, in the beginning of each mission, you are given restraints like don't get caught or don't get noticed or your health can't go so so much down. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah, that all that is in there, and they put more restrictions on it on this one than they did the other. They should make the game where if you get hit once, you die, and you have to start the mission over. I mean, there seems to be your mo, Tim. Well, but think about that because there is parts in there. There's one that you can't get hit at all or take any damage and just that should just be a difficulty that there should be like normal what you guys are playing then there should be a hard again this is just a video game trying to tell a story so there shouldn't be any difficulties (laughs) just because you're a masochist and want to just play that's not a fair argument in the group that's not a fair argument that it should I mean if it has it yeah but I mean at the same time like I'm not gonna play Assassin's Creed like I I don't play Assassin's Creed for the combat (laughs) don't look at it from your particular taste look at it from the general you know push, pushing a game into the end of the market like you want it to appeal to a lot of people and a lot of people play games for the challenge and so if the game is if you want to if the core of the, the experience is the story you should still offer i think a difficulty that because i mean the, the gameplay itself you would get more out of it if there were more consequences for failure i think but at the same time, if they're trying to tell a story, story. they want the game to cr- progress they don't want and then not frustrate the person. Yeah. Well, if you're playing they it want on... you to see the full breadth of the story. That's where you play it on normal. If you're playing it on hard, you're looking for the challenge. You're not going to be like, oh, fuck, this mission's too hard. I don't like this. You're playing it hard for a reason. You pick that difficulty. But at the same time, that's not what the developer's trying to do. Well, my, yeah, but... I... <laughs> My point is that... The, obviously, the, but... Obviously, I don't I understand what you're trying to say, but from their perspective, they are trying to have a wide range of gamers playing their games. Yeah. Not, they're not going to just... Bottleneck it. Yeah, bottleneck it. So... Well, that's where... The, Basically, that, what you want is more of a niche thing. What I want is an adjustable difficulty. It's not hard to set his health at zero. So if he gets hit one time, he dies. And then make that a hard mode, and then leave the rest of the game on normal, just as it is. It's not hard to do that. But why would they put a mode in there that only ten percent of the population of their people that are playing is going to play on that mode? Because it's so easy to put it in there to make a difficult mode. That's for, not a valuable argument, sir. That is, that, but that, no, that's valid because it, it has a, a an interesting combat system with really well done animations. It has a really good stealth and evasion mechanic but <laughs> okay so <clears throat> my whole point is that there's no you, you will produce something that only 10% will play for difficulty so 10% is going to play that well no I mean the how core... why, why would you justify putting that mode in there if only 10% don't you want a bigger well that's all plus you don't like it, you say it's easy it's easy to but put at in, the but... same time you don't know how much coding goes into that, how much extra time they would need to, to change that. You would just be setting his health at zero. You'd be setting his health at zero so that if he gets hit one time. I think it's a lot more, you know, it's, it's not difficult it's not, than that. It's not. It's setting his health at a point where if he gets hit one time, he dies. That's it. But but at the same time, that doesn't really change the game at all. It doesn't yeah, it change does. the difficulty. It does. No, it doesn't. Because what you, what you want, what you would want is the AI to maybe be harder, the AI to change things up. Because even because like I've played through parts of the game where I don't get hit at all. It's that doesn't really the problem's not the AI. The, the, the way the game the combat plays out in the game 
where it's so easy to just counterattack and kill somebody instantly. Then you make the AR smarter during the combat. You just don't put his health down. It wouldn't be a matter of AI. It would be a matter of their like resisting counterattacks and things like that. That's they just already smart. they already do that in the game. That's what I was just talking about. That's what I'm saying. If if you died in one hit, then you would the combat would you would try to avoid combat. Is what you would do, and which is game, what you should do. As and an the assassin. game also makes you do that too. But not as not, and you don't have to avoid combat. You can you can just be like, oh, four soldiers. You can run up and just fucking kill them. Yeah, but you shouldn't want to do that in a game. You should, if you're playing as an assassin who's stealthy, and you see four redcoats, you should be like, fuck, they're gonna take me out. Better hide over here. Okay. And if they kill you in one hit, that's gonna be a tangible sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Or I mean. You could just do what every other assassin do, not hide away, but pick them off. I mean, you could, yeah, but it's it's just it's easy. Okay, but like in the if, when, the whole point, the game has this really good stealth and escape mechanic, and it would be and the it would just be more too. satisfying if you felt the need to, if 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 there were actual oh shit moments like and there are. Tim, you're you're trying to make an argument argument about a game that you haven't played yet. No, but I played all the other ones, and it's true. And like I said, this one's a lot different because is they, it a lot different? I don't know if I'd say a lot different. It, it's a little bit different. I wouldn't. I it, wouldn't it is a little bit, yeah, but not different enough that my argument doesn't hold weight and that can be applied to all Assassin's Creed games. I will say yes for the very first one. Well, I didn't like the first one very much. No one. Well, yeah. first one was really repetitive. It set the groundwork. Okay, the, the thrust of my argument, because we should probably move on at some point here, is that it's a well-designed combat engine and a very well-designed stealth mechanic and a very well-designed escape mechanic. But, the I mean, it, it's so easy to not die that none know. of those things are ever really proper. I've died a pretty, pretty couple times. I playing the other ones. I never died. The other Assassin's Creed's. I'm pretty sure you got desynchronized a couple times. Because that's I was that was never frustrated by combat. Okay, that's that's fine. But you pretty much got desynchronized because you did something wrong. Usually, I walked too far in the wrong direction. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm good at games, but. Still, <laughs> now if people listening, have, anybody who's listening who likes challenging games has to see where I'm coming from. When you have a solid foundation for a difficult game, and the game is just made too easy to the point that the combat and the stealth feel like you don't get anything out of it, basically, except like the satisfaction of seeing really cool animations. That's <laughs> Assassin's Creed is a cool story with lots of really cool death animations chaining these sequences together. That's and not, that's what it's supposed to be. And I, I, I see flaws in that. Of course you do. And on that note, <laughs> I know uh, Trevor here has been playing WWE 13. Yeah, yeah. Uh, WWE 13 is really fucking good. It's, it's the best... Uh, wrestling game they've done on this console generation um which which is probably a good thing since this is probably the last one for this console generation i mean they'll probably do 14 next year on like xbox 360 and that um but but yeah it's it's really well done um for anybody who 
was into wrestling in the late 90s, which was, you know, the boom period, the Attitude Era. The heyday. Um, it, it's, it captures that perfectly. Like, when you're playing, you actually feel like you're watching that segment on television again. Like, uh, when they do, like, uh, wrestler promos and stuff, mm-hmm. um, they actually took audio from the actual, like, videotape clips and inserted them into the game, like, them talking. And uh, it gives you, it, it gives you like, optional objectives during matches um, to where you can re- recreate the same moments that happened in that match um, as at more incentive. Because uh, if you do all the objectives, you uh, unlock, you know, other wrestlers or, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you can also unlock bonus matches to play through during that story, which gives you an extra story match in between and and stuff like that so the attitude era mode is awesome um i mean they they basically went back into the past to create something really fun and something new for their story their story mode because their story mode in the past few years hasn't been the best i mean they've been okay but but this is this is the best story mode that they've done in a long long time um They'd still bring back the uh, creature bow and all that good stuff. Yeah, um, there is so many options as far as creating stuff that it's insane. Like you can you can create your own superstar. You can pop a CD into your Xbox, burn a track on there, use your own theme music. Um, you can create your own logos. So like if you want a specific logo on your on your wrestler's attire or in their entrance video, which you can also create from scratch, um, you can do that. You can create your own stories in the story creator. That's you can cool. you can do your own storylines. Um, you can have your own matches. You can even set like like if you do like a sneak attack on a wrestler during a story, you can set their health for the match that's coming up next. So that their health's lower during that to make it harder. Um, you can, you can completely customize your own movesets and something they added last year was the ability to target certain parts of the body. So like if you're using submission moves, you could, you know, work towards that part of the body to do that submission last year. It was very simplified and they didn't let you pick the moves that targeted those plays this year. They let you pick those moves and it's way more customizable. Is that taking a nod from like UFC? Um, no, not really. It's, it's still staying true to the WWE games formula. Cause like the basic gameplay hasn't really changed that much, but the, they've basically kind of added more and made it better. Um, cause year after year two, they tend to use a lot of the same animations and this year they've changed the animations, made them better. Um, when you're playing a match, it's almost like you're watching a match on TV. It just flows. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, you don't see the same animation over and over and over again like you would in previous years. So each move has, like, a couple of animations? Yeah, like, we're, like, each, like, for example, each submission hold, like, before it might have been just, like, a generic get out of submission hold thing, but now each submission hold has its own custom way of, like, you breaking the hold or reversing it and stuff like that, and it's, okay. it's really well done. They did a really good job with it. Do they still show like that um, by the wrestler's name the like the body or like how much you damage you did yeah. that particular uh, um, when, whenever you target body parts um, it'll come up with you know the little graphic that tells you how far along that body part is. It's just like a little like, is it paper still doll. Col- is, it's it, got, yeah. is it still color coded or did it? Yeah it's color coded it's, right. it's basically like if, if no damage it's black. Uh, if like halfway damaged it's yellow and then if they're critical it's, it's red. red. Okay. Yeah. Alright. So it's it's that game's really good. Like, well, I, uh, obviously, since we're we're in the era where graphics is now uh, 
a um, a factor of when someone's going to get a game. How's the graphics on this? It, I mean, it, it looks amazing too. I mean, it, it absolutely looks like you're watching it on TV. That's I mean, actually a, a genre where the graphics, I think, really do kind of lend something to the gameplay. See, I really don't care for the graphics. I mean, it, I mean, I will be pleased if the graphics look phenomenal. Right. But it's yeah. not a d- deciding. That's not. Yeah, that's not a game breaking thing for me. But right. yeah, it looks really well. It, I mean, like, like it, for wrestling, it yeah. where, where it, you know you're kind of emulating like something you usually watch right. in live. So yeah. The closer you can get to that, the more. Like I mean, not, not all genres. It, it kind of gets you more connected. Right. That. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying it would be a worse game if the graphics weren't. As and good. and it helps. And it's not even just that. Like the fact that you like it has just so many options for customizing. Like uh, last year, you know they they didn't introduce universe mode, but they made it better. Basically, it's like a completely running like league. Basically, you're running your own WWE. You can customize every TV show with the matches that you want to put on it if you want, or you can just let it go and just play the matches, and it'll do storylines based off how the matches Is it go. Kind of like playing NFL head coach. <laughs> Less like that because you actually play or like the, the game. Okay. Yeah, it's more like it's more like a season in a in a Madden game. Okay, Is, are you? Able um, to, can you win? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, in a way, it depends like how how you go about it. Like if you create your own wrestler mm-hmm. and in, insert him into that, um, and like want to make him the world champion and stuff like you can have him fight his way to the top because there's rankings and and can you just like, make a wrestler and then play through like an exhibition mode or whatever yeah you can it? you can do just regular exhibition doesn't add that in but this year with the universe mode they've actually made it completely customizable last year you couldn't you could customize the shows and change them a little bit um, but they had to be on the pre-assigned days and stuff that the shows already are on mm-hmm. this year you can actually pick any day because they show a calendar you can pick any day of the week. You can create your own show. You can do it from scratch. Create your own league. You can customize the roster completely. Like so, if you wanted a roster full of wrestlers, you created yourself. You can do that. You can create the championships for it. They'll fight for those championships. You can create. Uh, you can make a custom arena like from scratch and like with your own logos and everything. Like it's completely customizable. Wow. And it's. It's insane the level of customization in this game. Like you can literally play WWE 13 exactly how you want. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Is it THQ that does this? Yeah, yeah. THQ. THQ has uh, been around for been around doing wrestling for at least since N64. Yeah. <laughs> More than plus fifteen years, yeah, twenty years. Yeah, uh, THQ and Ukes uh, in Japan develop. Oh, you know no shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's it, it's just a really good game. Um, like like even it like for a lot of people, even if you're like really not into wrestling, like if you're creative, like there's just so many creative options. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> there's just a lot was, to do. I, mean, I, I don't get into wrestling at all, but that was part of the thing about the games that appealed to me was making your own character and, and customizing his moves and creating storylines and stuff like that. So that's something. I mean, I, I'm probably never going to buy the game, but I might give it a rent or something at some point yeah. just to, to fuck around with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, if if I mean anybody that's on the fence about whether they should buy it this year, mm-hmm. you should absolutely buy it this year. Uh, have you tried the online play for it? Yes, and <laughs> unlike last year, this year it works. Um, that's, that's always good. I was I was actually playing with a friend of mine, um, Matt, uh, who lives in Maryland. 
Um, and we played a bunch of different matches. Um, and it, it, it literally felt like we were sitting on a couch just playing side by side, um, which you didn't get that experience last year because <laughs> the servers were broken. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of latency issues. Oh the- yeah, it was bad. It was like you couldn't. There were times, well, most of the time, you couldn't even connect to the servers whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but like they, they've done a lot of a lot of cool stuff with with even the match types and that. Like this year, the I Quit match is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, in previous years, it's been very lackluster. What um, is an I Quit match, by the way? An I Quit <laughs> match uh, in wrestling. Uh, basically you go till someone says I quit like the referee will put the microphone up to their mouth and then they physically have to say I quit like, like so like no whole so you have to say it no that would be cool um, there's an idea by the way yeah. yeah that would be cool but but the way they do it this year is they they basically make the quitting structure more like pinning someone um, so like if you beat someone to a pulp um, the you tell the ref to ask them then the ref will come over pull out a microphone put up to their mouth and you have to like do a like button combinations or push no like uh it'll it there's a small window Uh of where you can not say i quit and it'll it'll move around yeah to where like but but the window gets smaller and smaller as you get beat up more okay um or like if you're if you're if you put them into a submission move it'll automatically come up with that so that they have to fight out of it okay but it's really well done in the fact that like they've they've completely fixed like stuff with like the announcer table where you can just throw them through it at any time stuff like that um they have new oh my god moves um which if you have like a finisher and you're by Oh if you're by the corner barrier, you can actually just plow someone through the barrier. Um, or if you're on top hell in a cell, you can just at any time you can throw a dude off the cage and throw him through the announce table. And did you know what an I quit match was? Say it again. Did you know what an I quit match was? Yeah, I you did. Yeah. Okay. Just making to see if I was the only one out of the loop here. <laughs> you, I am. Usually are. You usually are. I'm usually in my own loop, which is an awesome loop. <laughs> that is anyway, anyway, Frankie, what are you playing? But yeah, the game's really good. I just told you what I was playing. We, we talked about Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Anything re- else? That, we don't want to rehash that. Oh, I, I went myself, back and I went old school and re-downloaded uh, Jade Empire on my oh, Xbox. Okay. Go back a little, do some Bioware. Uh, I don't remember finishing that game, so I think that's the other reason why I re-downloaded it. I do remember finishing it. Do you, you say, do you not want me to ruin the ending, man? <laughs> I mean, anything you said out of your mouth, Tim, I would have forget in like five minutes. Okay, that's cool. Is that how it works in general with everything I said? Uh, yes. Okay. Um... No, I, I Jade Empire was a game that I think it was um, more style over substance. I think that you know they were big fans of of, of old Japanese cinema, so of kung fu movies, and and I I enjoy them myself. Um, I would never call myself like a connoisseur or anything like that, but I like if there's a kung fu movie on, I'll usually sit around and watch it. Um, the combat is just it's kind of broken in that game because um, literally every fight in Jade Empire you can win. By attacking, blocking, jumping over them, and attacking. And repeating this every single fight. You will win every fight in that game by doing that. Until you come across one of the ghosts where you have to use a specific the fight shooty, style. The shitty, shitty magic crap, yeah. Or to fight a person who has a weapon. And you or one of those elephants or frogs. And then the monsters, you have to use fire spells and others. I mean... 
nine percent of the fights in Jade Empire, you will you will have to maybe do something different. But 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 ninety one percent of the fights can be won with that strategy. Now it's not to say that it's not still a fun game because you have all these different fighting styles that you can switch between. And I found myself eventually not doing that because I was I realized I, was, I spent sixty dollars on the game. And by by making it that easy, I was kind of cheating myself. Actually, it's it my money. Fifty dollars last generation. Okay, okay, fifty. Yeah, I Um, just so, to give you shit. And this was also during that time period where uh, auto save was not invented yet, so you had to make sure you actually saved because if you did die, you would have lost at least three hours. It was invented, but I don't. I think you're right. But yeah, it was. Now. It wasn't as widely used as it is now. It was mostly a PC feature. Yeah, at that point, more than likely. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was Bioware's first. At least in RPGs, their first real-time combat system. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of their first attempt at not doing turn-based. Turn like, yeah. Even if the turn-based was just a dice roll in the background, it was still oh, turn-based. Turn yeah. Baldur's Gate is turn-based. Knights of the Old Republic is turn-based. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was my next question. I couldn't remember if... KOTOR was first or Jade Empire? KOTOR, KOTOR, was, KOTOR was first, first, first yeah. Because um, I know they Because Jade Empire was the last game they did for original Xbox. Yeah, it was like okay. oh, it was 05, I think, when Jade Empire came out. It, yeah, it was either something end like of 04 or 05, something like that. Yeah. KOTOR was 03, I think. Yes. It might have been early 05 before the 360, like right before the 360 that came might be out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's still playable in the 360 as one of those backwards compatible yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this, the, <clears throat> the characters weren't. I can't remember any of the characters. I remember well, being I mean, there, able... There was a preset look for all the characters mm-hmm. and a preset fighting style for each one, but it also gave the option to customize. Like You can choose the person you want to use and choose the first two fighting styles. Wasn't there... There was like a tall muscle dude. There was a small, quick guy. And a... There was a small... There were... There were male and female fast characters, which generally were smaller. These like the Thousand Cuts? So. Thousand Cuts was the fighting, and then... Um, Heavenly Hand was the secondary for mo- mostly all of them. Okay, is that and where they shoot the stuff? Is when whenever they hit a person, they the that person was slowed. Like oh, they had okay, that stati- okay. status effect of slowed. Um, that you had two other two other male females that were the slower type. With all their hits were like double the damage. So like the fighter type, or the They're other the, ones the, more like the a brawler types, more yeah. like it. And then you had the one off character who was just always a female that did magic. So I do remember that uh, the two female characters you could romance in this game. You could get it to work out where you could be with both, which I did. Too bad you can't do that in real life, Timmy. I know, I know. I can't even get one. But, um... Probably because of the bad decisions you make. Could be, could be. Yeah. No, we're, we're pretty much sure that is. Yeah, is. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, if for those who might be vaguely interested, it does have the romance mechanic that all Bioware games have now. And if you do it right, you can be... You can... I say that like I'm sounding like it's a real accomplishment. It was just cool that, that both <laughs> girls were like, you know what? We both like you, and we're okay with us being basically Mormons. So... And I was cool with it too, but I can't remember any of their names. <laughs> it was a very forgettable game. Is my problem with it? Um, and I don't. I, I, that sounds harsh, but it feels like it was kind of like one day somebody at Bioware woke up and they're like, "Man, I love kung fu movies. Let's make a game about it." And, and, and that was basically the big thrust. And and the story feels kind of half thought out, and the characters are completely forgettable except Henpecked Who. I remember him. Um, I, Good job. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I was just disappointed in that game. Like I, yeah. I just didn't get into it. I wasn't as I just didn't. 
I, the combat team, it was fun. It was broken, but it was fun. Um, and I wasn't as critical back then of games, so I, I actually enjoyed it. But in hindsight, yeah, it, it was. It's not a great game. Okay. I'm a kung fu savant over here, so I, I mean, if, if you're somebody who really has an interest in martial arts, it's definitely worth checking out just for. Just, just for playing a martial arts role playing game, it's not often you can, you know, yeah, <laughs> might be the only one actually. But um, as a Bioware game, it, it does have a lot of flaws. But it, it kind of shows where they grew it was their first real time combat engine for an RPG, and they still haven't quite nailed it. Even you know, Mass Effect is still considered by most to be a little bit rough around the edges. True. Um, I can understand that, but I, I love the Mass Effect games. Well, oh, yeah, Mass Effect Three. <laughs> um, Online is just by far so much fun. Like they continually add more stuff to it. Yeah. And I mean, by like, work, like I mean, for something that they could have just tacked on and not given fully, a shit about, fully developed. Yeah, like yeah. the the multiplayer is a lot of fun. Like, I wish I mean, that they'd gone a bit further with it, the connection to the single player and stuff. And I wish there was a better way. But to, at, the, at the same time, I understand why they didn't because they wanted people. Who had no interest in doing that to still be able to see the full, the full game even without doing the online portion? Well, no, yeah, I get that. I, I mean, I just mean that it, it could have had like a, a more of an effect. Yeah, yeah, things, you know. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it was very good for what was essentially a mode that I think the idea was tacked on. It's like, oh, yeah. let's, let's add, it, let's include multiplayer, and then from there, you know, it, it became basically horde mode with yeah. a level system and a class system. Um, the, like getting the new weapons and stuff like that, I thought they could have done that a little bit better. Um, we just buy the box and it has like yeah. and stuff like that. Well, that was because was they want to do like the free to play model well, yeah. where you where you buy keep buying these booster packs, which are basically like random cards, like yeah. you would like a magic deck. Like fuck off, and like I hate that shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I might find a foil card. I mean a rare gun. Like how cool would it be <laughs> you know, if you're like, playing up against the fucking guess? Okay. And then here comes the last, the final round, and you're like, oh shit, guys, final round. And here comes this boss that you've never seen before. And it, it has names in different colors, and you're like, holy shit, what do we get if we kill this? And you kill it, and everybody gets, like, a, a super weapon. Like, it, make a randomized encounter, and that's how you earn. And the more you play it, the more chance you have to see this random encounter. And if you defeat it, then you get a reward. Instead of just arbitrary credits that you buy arbitrary packages with. and To, to get that real I mean, they, they of, did of do achievement out of it, you know? They did do like rewards through like their weekends and stuff. Yeah. Like if you if you know if you did a certain. Like I was jerking. I was doing like, the jerk off motion, by the way, to that because I think it's stupid. And I don't care. But yeah, they could have done that better. But I mean, in general, it was a success. The multiplayer yeah. from Aspect Three. Um, anything else about Jade Empire or? Oh, the ending's stupid. <laughs> okay. Do we tell you how it ends? Um, no. No. I kind of want to now. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is stupid. <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh, it's Tim Smith. <laughs> really thoughts. Tim Smith. You can, now that that might have planted the seed of snobbery for me. Because I remember when you I got can, to uh, I thought, you wow, can this is... Email all your hatred to remo12 at gmail.com. Or if you agree with me, which a lot of them do, probably. Not really. I think they do. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um, I beat Borderlands 2. Have you beat Borderlands 2? No, I'm towards the end. Towards the end. You, you haven't beat it yet either. No, I haven't beat it. Okay. Do you guys care if I ruin the ending? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. I thought you might. 
Um, I think we were both far enough. How far are you? Um, I think me and Frank are at the same point. Yeah. Okay, so you both seen after the Angel stuff. After Angel, yeah. Okay, Uh, that was surprising to me that the game took that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a funny game, and it kind of. I don't want to say it reminded me of Shaun of the Dead because you're going to be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You like, kind of see what I mean. It takes a serious turn. Yeah, and it feels yeah. really organic. It doesn't feel forced. It feels like it was a natural. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I really can't say much more because I don't want to ruin it for you guys. But I beat it. There you go. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, like in true Volhunt mode. Yeah, uh, cool. it's um, not that great. I mean, well, it's, you, you beat it. Have a timbit. I think I will. <laughs> Timbits. I call my balls Timbits. So you just put one of your balls in your mouth? I should have said that after I ate it. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a new game plus. I should probably chew this before I keep talking. That's a little bad idea. This is going to be dead air for a couple of seconds while I... <sighs> why? Why? Why do you invite him? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. True Vault Hunter mode. It's the same game with higher level enemies. Yeah, I mean that's what I expected. That's how the first. That's one how was. the first one was. But like when I, I mean yeah, I'm not going to complain that much about it. I wish it was just a little bit different, where it just like dropped you in a sanctuary, and there were no quests. It was just like. Go explore the world, get different weapons, level up, have fun, but it still has... It's the exact same game, just with higher-level enemies. Um, which is not disappointing. It's, I'm glad that it's there. I'd rather it be there like that than to not be there at all. I just wish that they'd done a little bit more with it, rather than just... Then be true Vol Hunter mode and get to 2.5. What's 2.5? 2.5 is... Uh, all the enemies one. are level 50. Everything is level 50. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a fucking thingy. Yeah, Inferno. Fucking thing. Everything's two point five. Everything's level fifty. Uh, there, you don't you don't have to do. There's no quests. You just run around, just get loot. Okay, that. Thank you, thank you, because that's exactly what I wanted. What's the, and the only reason why I know this is because I have the strategy guide. Oh, the collectors. There are no quests. It's just killing. Yeah, that's what it should have been. That's that's they made two point five just basically for for Timmy um, Smith. <laughs> For those who want to just get Son of different different loot and guns, uh-huh. and uh, waiting for the DLC and the extra level caps, they but also it would have been topped off if they had a hardcore mode. Son which of if you got shot once, you had to start all. No, over no, no, no. He's, no. What he say, he's not making fun of me. Maybe he's no. a little bit. Well, but he uh, needs to, it. to an extent. <laughs> but this week, um, there's. There were there's actually like hackers right now um, that were uh, breaking in like uh, if you connected to a game on Xbox Live they were basically screwing it up for everyone I don't know the exact screw ups but they also found in the code um, it's it's still on the disc and everything um, that, that they they did have a hardcore mode uh, that you know if you died you had to start over however they basically just took the option off the menu. So that you couldn't access it because of pussies. So, so that okay, yeah, that's why this is no, no, no. But it just reminded me what exactly they were doing to hack. Basically, people were turning it on, jumping into other people's games, and then when people who didn't know what was going on 
They would get killed. Yeah, they would get killed and lose all their shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and the solution to that is to remove the feature altogether. It's to just set it up by default to not allow people to join. Well, yeah. Unless they, people were hacking into Yeah, it was a hack. People it's were not, hacking to get in other people's games. They weren't... It was It was basically over, like, Xbox Live and stuff. So, basically... The, so, they weren't doing anything underhanded. They were just being dicks. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Well, there would be ways to get around that. So, in other words, what you're telling me is whenever I start playing Borderlands 2, the very first thing I'm going to do before I go on my game is set the uh, join option to... Friends invite, only. Invite, invite only. Or friends only, That's, yeah. if they, they should have kept the hardcore mode and just set that to be default for it, that it was invite only. But, again, remember that one game, Tim, that you never finished because you were playing on hardcore? And hardcore Torchlight? Remember? Torchlight 2, whatever it was, yeah. and you never finished it because you barely got to Act 2? Well, Torchlight 2 was different because you couldn't go back and level up. So that was where I talked about the game role. And fuck you guys, I'm not going to talk about that again because you just would not let me talk. <laughs> but no, because Torchlight was 2. Was it a butter problem? I know, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but no, Torchlight Maybe cinnamon? 2. Like you could, get to, you could get totally fucked if you played through the whole act and you just didn't or get was more of a drops. You know, you, the, you could be screwed. And you couldn't go back and level up if you didn't get good experience and good quests. So. Borderlands 2, you could keep running the same area to get strong and have the confidence to move on. That's what hardcore is really all about. Knowing when you're ready to take the next step. Which makes Torchlight 2 the most hardcore hardcore you can play. Moving on. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Um, Massive. And I'm just going to say I beat XCOM because... Oh, I, I, real quick, I do have a back of the box quote for Assassin's Creed 3 okay. that should sell everybody on buying Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Franklin talks to you about sex. The yes. end. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin had a lot of coitus. He did. <laughs> he did. With lots of young women. He had lots of young women. How about them apples? How about letters to he, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> um, and another, uh, Another good tidbit for uh, Assassin's Creed 3. For those who like uh, oh shit moments, there's a definitely like a what the fuck right in the beginning of the game. Can you guys just tell me what it is? No. No. Because you don't want to ruin it for listeners? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> but yeah. It's it's a pretty big twist. Like once oh. I saw the twist, I was like, holy crap. Like I had like, to stand up and like, what? what? And it's all in that storyline. It's not the yeah, it's, Desmond it's, or... No. It doesn't do with Desmond. It doesn't yeah. have to do with Connor. Nothing. I guess yeah, it's going to do with his dad. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. All right. Well, I do want to play the game. Yeah, I mean, from a story perspective, like, the game is great. Like, the story stuff and, like, the way that it ties into history is awesome. Assassin's Creed 3, let me just throw this out there. Jesus, what if it had a hardcore mode? Tim, you, you want every game think to about have that a hardcore for a mode. Think about that for a second. Wouldn't play it. Really? No. You guys have no I would interest? never touch the hardcore Fucking mode. hell. Do you hear these people? That would be fucking awesome. Dude, Tim. Oh, my God, that would listen, be awesome. You are, you are the niche... For that, not I am, every game I am the har- needs I am a, a hardcore. The mode. old school hardcore. I know. Not but every game needs a hardcore mode. But it would just, be. Why? My, why, my whole, why can't you just play the game for how the developer made it to be played? My whole thing is that it, it's such an easy tweak, and that they could just give people the option in, in the same way that they create an easy mode for pansies. Why can't you make it a very difficult mode that's so easy to just drop into the code for people who, you know, to make the normal the way the game is meant to be played, then have the easy for people who suck. Well, a lot of games do that, but it's it's more of a design choice than 
It's more just leaving it out because they don't care about the Well, niche. I mean, in none of the Assassin's Creed games had a difficulty changer anyway. And they should have. No, because they want... they. You can't have ask someone to create a game outside of the boundaries that they set to make their How about game. this? You beat Assassin's Creed. What, what would make you want to go back and play through it again? To get 100% synchronization. Oh, find all those fucking feathers. That's good design. I, I mean, I found all the flags in the first one. I found all the flag, I think feathers that's stupid. in the second I think one. it's crappy design to just plant feathers all over. It's like those fucking globes in, I, in Crackdown. It's shitty. It's I just, agree it's, with that. It, it's arbitrarily lengthening the Look, game. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean now, I, if you beat, in fact, I said that to you while yes, we were, we're, we're using we were the voice chat Now, what if you beat Assassin's today, Creed 3 and after you beat it, it's said you've unlocked hardcore mode now you can go back through the fucking game and you forget like, once you die wouldn't you be like oh shit now that I'm this good at the game I want to go back and give this a shot I still wouldn't play it you don't like hard like difficult games at all like, I, I mean I like difficult games I'll, you just, I'll, I'll play through the game the one time through normal how it's supposed to be played and if I so choose to play it on a harder difficulty I may or may not but 9 times out of 10 I'll probably unless there is a achievement or I get extra stuff I have throughout the game too, yeah Throughout the game, if playing on a hard difficulty, yeah, I'll do it. Like Sniper Elite Two, I'm playing that on the hardest difficulty only because there's a hundred point achievement for doing it. There's no other achievement for any other difficulty, so might as well just play on that so I can get the achievement for it. Okay. But the, since Assassin's Creed games don't have achievements for difficulty because there's no difficulty changer, there's no point. And the only reason why I'll go back through it again is because most of the time, yeah, you can go through and do the missions, and you may fuck up on one of the missions, like touched the water one time or you got shot or you shot somebody when you wasn't supposed to I will go back through that again and make mm-hmm. sure I don't do those things you don't need a difficulty changer to if, do that if you do try to do full synchronization it does make the game a lot harder um, okay well my problem with the but Assassin's Creed focuses on efficiency when it should focus on survival it would make the game more fun in my opinion I feel like that's something that's hard to argue against. Feel free to make that attempt. I mean, that's fine and dandy, but you're also leaving out the one aspect that they are telling you a story about these awesome people who are assassins. They are going to straight kill you if you come up to them. There is no... Their survivability is tied into how easy and how efficient they kill their enemies who are in front of them. Right, but I don't think that necessarily means the game has to be easy. That that's trying to say is easy, but they also are doing a storytelling of, all right, you have fifteen people in front of you, you took them all down, and no one didn't need no one help. If the game was hard, wouldn't that be way more satisfying rather than just basically pushing three buttons and watching all the shit play out? Maybe, but I don't really care. I just feel like again, you just want something difficult to make you stay at one spot. And that's progressing to find out what the rest of the story is. I like is. to have a sense of accomplishment when I'm playing a game. I like to, you know, I mean, beat a mission. you like, care about the story at all. Yeah, of course. And yeah. you'll feel accomplished I mean, when you go through the story. I feel like I'm reading a book. Which is fine yeah, if which, it's a great story. Which is what they're trying to do. Right, but... They're you, more about telling the story than making, you know, making you stick around in one spot and doing over and over and over again. Well, just I because like it's, they're, they're bottlenecking the game in that regard. It's like it's just a story that happens to have a game attached to it. You know what, Tom Smith? Hmm. I'm still going to play you it. You should just go and just start playing Japanese RPGs. Well, that's... Just just stick to those. I don't like the turn-based it, there combat are, no. I mean, the newer ones now are not turn-based. So They're not just, good either, though. Uh, Except Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, Japanese surprise. Are, I don't know. My whole point is that it, it has such a solid, well-crafted 
combat system that's that's satisfying and it has a really good stealth mechanic and it has this really awesome escape thing where it's like oh shit they saw me and there's so many things you can do to get away but the game's just not hard and so you never feel like you need to and that it would be really easy to just add an extra difficulty not only for hard people who like hard games for people who beat the game want to play it again but again, like you can do that. And like, if you try to do full synchronization, it is hard in its it, own right. Like I said, it's hard in like an efficiency sense, not survival. And I feel like the latter would be more satisfying. But that's satisfying, uh, I mean, satisfying for you. But okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. all right. Well, um, anybody else have anything immediately that they want to talk about? play a little bit of Need for Speed. Yeah, yeah, go ahead about that, yeah. <clears throat> uh, kind of disappointed in it, to be completely honest. Is it just like another burnout? Just with No, I wish it was more like a burnout. No? Okay. I, I mean, it's, just, it's not enough like a burnout, is what disappoints me. It's made me. by Criterion. And it's made by Criterion, which is what you expect. Like, you almost expect the spiritual successor to Burnout Paradise, which mm-hmm. was a great, a great game. Um... But Need for Speed Most Wanted just isn't that. Um, the crashes just don't feel like they should um, because they're all licensed cars and, and car manufacturers like to basically say, fuck you, you're not crashing my car and blowing it up like, into pieces. And yeah. So, like, the crashes just feel like, you know, you crash. I mean, there's damage, but it's not... Like, it's like when they let a Jeep get money in a commercial. Like, yeah. you can put mud on the tires, but don't do it. Don't like, that, I mean, there's there's more damage than that. But, like, if you expect, like, the burnout style, like, awesome, like, crashes and exploding and flying yeah. through the air and stuff, you're not going to get it. I mean, it, from a gameplay perspective, it's still fun. Does it make any sense to, to connect that to, like, real world tragedy? Like to say, like you see, like a Mazda on fire flying through the air and rolling down a hill. Like I, I don't think I it does. I, and it, it, does that? But think about that, though, because I mean, if you see a real world car crashing, basically, and I mean, it. What it all comes down to is marketing, and like I mean, they don't want like the marketing and PR people just don't want their cars to be fucked up. To, yeah, to yeah. you know be shown in that light. Which I mean, I can get, but it it's not going to correlate in the into like oh man, that Porsche was wrecked and that. Needs for speed game there's no way i'm gonna buy a porsche because because you know guess what if you're playing need for speed you probably don't have enough money for a porsche anyway (laughs) well (laughs) i mean rich people play games too unless you mean it it's like the poor man's racing game not necessarily but you know like i mean like it's mostly like people like us playing yeah like most you know most gamers aren't gonna sit there and and buy a porsche i've never thought about it and at the same time like if you're if you care like in a game like need for speed it shouldn't be like licensed cars and stuff, like because it's it's not like it's not like a Forza, it's not like a Gran Turismo where you're completely customizing the car. Yeah, there's parts, but it's they're like more like basic parts where like you change the tires so it does better on off road right. stuff like that. It's not it's not like hey, change this gear shift or this that you know whatever the hell's in cars. It sounds um, like they were trying to like straddle the line between Burnout and Need for Speed, right? And, and Burnout's it, the better series, right? And they didn't veer enough into that. Direction. Yeah, and and. It's like in a game like Forza and Gran Turismo, I can understand them going for realism because that's what those games are about. It's can about you wreck the cars realistic in those games. Um, in Forza Horizon, you 
kind of can, but not really. You can't like flip. Um, Gran Turismo, I know you can't. You can't, yeah. No, fucking snobby. Yeah, because um, that's more circuit racing than like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that, but but that's that's not the audience for that. Though. The, that's the audience for like I want a realistic racing game where I'm going to completely customize this car. I know what the, the parts do. And the, and the yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like like Need for Speed. It's about like high octane racing where you're fucking hitting the nas and like the passing people and. Yeah, and like knocking dudes off the road and terrible movies. Like Fast Five was good. Um, it wasn't. It I was. I haven't seen it. It wasn't though. Um, go on. But but yeah, it's just Indeasy. it's not what it should be. Like and and I think I think if it didn't have licensed cars, then it would be a better game. And I mean, for as much. As much money, and I'm, you know, unless, I mean, it's possible they could be getting money to put, you know, licensed cars in their games, and in in that case, I I get it. Right. But I mean, if they're paying car manufacturers to put their cars in the game, I think it's a mistake, and they should just go with what Burnout, because Burnout always had fake car manufacturers, which were similar to other cars. They were like, yeah, like referencing other cars. Right. And and they worked just fine. Yeah. Um, And you get, you know, you got that, I mean, you still get that great sense of speed and everything with with the game. Like the gameplay itself is still great. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I mean, I I heard the, the online multiplayer stuff is really good for most wanted I haven't tried it yet but do either of you guys see what I was kind of saying with like if it's like a real world car and you show like a jeep like rolling down a hill and just getting torn the fuck up and exploding and presumably there's a driver in it do you see how that could maybe translate into being kind of violent because it's a real world jeep and people who die in real car accidents and somebody who drove whose mom drove a jeep and wrecked it and died do you see how that could kind of be seen as maybe being violent in a roundabout way? It just occurred to me maybe that's why another reason why. Yeah, I know. But, I know. Primarily, it's the the marketing thing, but right. But that could be like an afterthought for it anyway. I don't know. I. I mean, it's not a. I don't think it's a, it's a, a fact. I mean, because if you look at a like game if, like Burnout, yeah. I mean, those games are rated like E10 and Teen, but they have like exactly like that, right? And well, it's like as realistic looking as games as racing games get, especially racing games. Um, like if you're watching TV and you see a car fly off the highway and wreck into a wall and explode, it's like Jesus Christ. And then if you see it in a video game, it's like oh. But then if the video game is almost lifelike and it's a real licensed Jeep crashing a wall and exploding, you kind of see how that could kind of. But at the same time, it's it's about knowing the differences between reality and fiction, and. I don't think racing games have hit that uncanny valley. Um, uncanny valley. You don't know what the uncanny valley is? No, it's, I was going to say. I hope it was like the, the early Need for Speed games where uh, if you... Basically, the uncanny valley is is where the graphics get to a point that it's it's so real and realistic that it's kind of almost off-putting in yeah. a way, and it makes it uncomfortable. Um, but oh okay. So like it, it had like the graphics haven't reached that point to where like it, what you're watching you feel is real. Do you, do like, I, do you know where that term was coined? Because I like to think I'm in the know, but I've never heard of the uncanny about. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's been used a lot like uh, with games like you know Heavy Rain and and okay. and the tech that Quantum. Battlefield Three was it ever used with that? Because Battlefield Three uh, to an extent, yeah, okay. yeah. But it, but it's it, those games haven't quite crossed into that yet. I mean, we're we're close to that point. Yeah, we're very close to that point. Um, but it's I could see that. I, I mean, I could see that 
with racing games being an issue for some people. And I, and I wonder if that had any influence on a decision like that. Because I don't know. as realistic as racing games start to look, if, you, if you're watching a car, a violent I car I mean, crash, the, the game looks, like, really, really good. But yeah. you can still tell it's a video game. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's but I mean, like, if burnout... I don't know. I, 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 it's hard for me to articulate a point that I just thought up, but... Did you kind of see where I'm coming from with it? That, you know, a realistic car in a hyper-realistic looking game. I mean, but, but no at the same time, reach to say if, if you look reach. at it this way, <clears throat> Need for Speed Most Wanted does look better than Burnout Paradise, but not that much better. Like, they're, they're, still, they're, they're still very much on par yeah. with each other. Okay. Um, so it's, it's the fact that they had, like, more realistic crashes in that. Well, I wouldn't say realistic, but more graphically like, like, explodey, you know. Yeah, is it graphically like an AD two like Forza's a hundred? I would say yeah. Okay. Now if Forza had realistic violent car accidents. No, that... I, well I, I think I think also the big difference is the way the crash is handled. Like if if you crashed a car and like you know the the avatar that's sitting in the seat like gets thrown out the window or something that's you know that that's might violent, yeah. yeah that that would make it violent but yeah, if, it just if it's just sitting there they do a close up you don't even see the body in the car and it's just on fire I mean that's generally what they do in those games then you know you don't really. You it just really occurred to me sense. that cars crash in action movies like constantly. Yeah, exactly that too. And those, <laughs> but you don't see a lot of people die in car accidents. So, but then, you know, normally if a car is about to explode, unless there's a bad guy in it, somebody runs away, or it's aliens attacking, and, and lots of <laughs> people are dying anyway, and it's it's whatever, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it's something to think about. I guess something that never occurred to me that car accidents in games could be violent, even if you don't see violence. That it could be, it could remind somebody. Could be construed. Yeah, yeah. That, for some but, people, yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's. I mean, it's it's a good game. Like, it's not a bad game, but like, it's unremarkable. I, I guess. Is it? Yeah, it's just not what I wanted personally. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't really think for me, like yeah, I'm gonna like continue to play it. I mean, if if you like that sort of game, like it's it's Need the, for Speed fans are probably happy with it, or Burnout fans are probably kind of like, yeah, I would, yeah, I would say that because I mean, it's it's absolutely better than like Need for Speed the Run, mm-hmm. you know. And, Here's my question: and you're gonna spend a lot more time with that than the, you know the two hour campaign that Need for Speed the Run had last year, which was pretty dismal. Uh, the the somewhat customization on this one, how was it? Was it? Did you? It's. I mean, using the term customization is a is pretty loose. Like it's. It's giving it too much credit. Yeah, like there's so there's not like like, like, like you don't even like you don't even color and that's about it. Is you it don't even really you don't do that. <laughs> like like it's let me put it this it's way. like super simplified. Let me put it this way: in the original Most Wanted, you can buy your first car. Yeah. No. And you. That's already no. <laughs> no. Okay. You so. don't. You don't buy cars. Like you will drive around the world. There will be a car on the side of the road with the logo of the car manufacturer above it as a badge. You drive up to that car. You hit Y, and then you're in that car. That, I mean, that's what they did. Like you don't sit there and buy cars, which is actually kind of really fucking weird for a racing game um okay you don't buy cars you don't change the color of the cars um to repair cars you just drive through a lane and when you repair them it just repairs like real quick and then it changes the color to something automatically so instead of uh having a a car that was yours you don't if you find another car that's a better uh 
better make that when you have. Mm-hmm. That's basically you just go to that car. Yeah, pretty you, much. Can you get out of your car and run over to the other car? No. It's, all it's just you just hit Y and then you're in the other car. It's not. <laughs> it's kind of. Kind of dope. Yeah. It's gay. I just. It, I don't know, is it, does it feel like they're mainstreaming I, I, it? Or does I, it, I don't it, think it the does. mainstream wants yeah. that. I think I'll just but stick, I, don't, I don't think in that. In a way, like. It's I like think they're I'll trying to appeal to my original most wanted because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like they're I, trying to appeal to a mainstream that's not there. Like nobody right. wants to just like fly from one car I mean, to without. People play Grand Theft Auto because I mean, they can run uh, from, out and from, grab from the car. And yeah, you want people to what get out of the car heard, and be like, "This is like Grand Theft." But from what I've heard, the multiplayer is amazing in it. Which, I, for me, I would. This is what I would say: is if you're looking for a single player racing game that you want to customize, you want to have your stable of cars and stuff, just go buy Forza Horizon. But if you really dug Need for Speed, but if player. like if you if you want a good like online racer. Play Need for Speed, I would say, because um, I've heard a lot of good things about the multiplayer. I'm I'm gonna play it, you know, in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk about that next week. But but yeah, um, wow. It's just it it was kind of disappointing to me because I was expecting a burnout experience, and you know I'm not getting a burnout experience. I'm getting you know mostly Need for Speed. I guess. Yeah. Because like that I even I even like Hot Pursuit a lot better. That doesn't even sound like Need for Speed to me. It, yeah, it's kind of. Like weird. Need for Speed, you have a garage of cars, mm-hmm. and for it to be most wanted, the original one, like, all right, I have too much heat on this car. I'm going to use this one. Yeah, just do that around. To, yeah, to, to to get your to heat, get the heat and stuff down. down. Like it, and it's like. And this one, it feels like the cops are almost just like an, an arbitrary thing. They're, they're just kind Here's of that there. word again. That's the word of the, yeah. word. The word of the it's just like, just like, ah, there's cops around, you know, because like you can outrun them. And I think like I outrun the first first pair of cops I got to in 30 seconds. The next pair, it was like 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not I'm, like Grand Theft Auto. No. Is all the, cars, jump out of is all car the cop cars and, the same? Yeah, they're all so they don't even change. I mean, they may as the game as you go up the most wanted list, and for for the first most wanted, like the the one thing that I really liked, and it's and it's stupid, but like the cutscenes and stuff, like when whenever you were going <coughs> to the next Excuse next me. guy on the most wanted list, they were cheesy as fuck, but they were awesome. Like in the they were like really cool and cheesy in like that fun way, mm-hmm. and like there's like in this one, it just doesn't feel like there's even any story behind it. Really. <laughs> Really? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like oh the number ten like the the list the most wanted list the, they don't have drivers names at all it's just the car yeah it's the car so it's like so it's like you're gonna you know race against this Mazda blah 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 and then and then when you beat it you take that spot and then you get that car and it's dumb yeah it's just it very <laughs> it just feels like too streamlined in a way like it. I don't know. The more I, I think what, about it, the more I, I am like even more disappointed. <laughs> I don't know what happened it's, to their balls, but apparently someone took them, bronzed them, and made them into earrings. It's called. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was gonna say it's called casual gamers that are ruining everything for everybody, but I don't feel like they're appealing to casual gamers. With I, I, I don't really know who they're appealing. Like, because I mean, bad decisions. They're making what I call Nintendo decisions. Because what they should be, they what they should be appealing to are the fans of the first Most Wanted and the fans of even like Hot Pursuit. Which it sounds like they were kind of trying to straddle that. Even fans from the Burnout line. series, would... yeah, or fans from the Burnout, and like because I would have played it because it's Criterion, and I like I like right. Hot Pursuit a lot, which they did as Hot well. Hot Pursuit was really really yeah, fun. that game was fun, and and I mean the cops felt like a big deal in that, and it it was no, just, and the, it was fun to play. And the ideas in Hot Pursuit 
was well, great it, that you yeah. had your own like power suit, like mm-hmm. like you can like EMP around you, so yeah. the cops couldn't like tag you or anything like that. Yeah, really cool. You can drop your own spike strips. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Plus, that was the first game where they introduced the auto log, which yeah. which you know it's a persistent thing where you're always you know racing against other people on your friends list. Like this guy got this time, you want to beat him, and yep. this and that. Which they still have the auto log. Um, was it like really badass it, Mario Kart basically? In a way, yeah. I mean, that's your banana peel. Yeah, I mean, essentially, yeah. <laughs> like you, you can uh, if you're if me and Trevor are racing, and there was a, co- a pair of cops behind us. If I want to be a, a, a big dick about, it, I can just like swear right in front of him, drop my spike strips, pop his tires. And then he'll get caught, and I can just keep going. Or you can drop your green shells, and then he gets hit by him and spins out. That, or I could, <laughs> or if I wanted yeah. to help him out, I'll get behind him, drop the spike strips, and the cops will hit in. Yeah, I mean, it added it added a different level, which doesn't really seem like there is that level in in most wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just disappointing. Like, yeah. I, um, like I I, I want to like it, I really do, but it's you know it's. There, there you go, EA. There's another disappointment this year. Thanks a lot. Add that to the Medal of Honor to list. The and, to the heap of disappointments. <laughs> and and I'm, and I'm, I'm assuming they also put a, a uh, like a, a one-time use code for the online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you have your online pass and everything, yeah. It's sad because there was a, not that long ago, it was the, the new champion of of solid game design for a lot of people. You know, oh yeah, design. I mean when they yeah, stuff. when they did like uh Dead Space and yeah, like I mean, when Dead, Dead Space, Space came out. So and, and when they first picked up BioWare and Yeah, no, they, like, there was a time when they were like the company to, to Yeah, to when be. they they basically turned around like and that now like Activision is that company essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um which I mean, I guess that can lead us into um Black Ops 2 and I, I Treyarch I don't care about Black Ops 2 like I'm sorry like I will say when this. when yeah. when I first saw the articles like for the preview articles for Black Ops 2 back yeah. back early summer I was excited about it um, because the ideas seemed awesome. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, these ideas seem cool, like futuristic. They actually got, like, people from the military um, that know about, like, weapons that are in development and stuff. And, like, they basically kind of went with that. And, you know, they're using stuff that could be in the future in the next few years. That's why there's flying saucers and horses. Well, the yeah, horses take aliens. place like in 1980. Oh, okay, that it, it it jumps like story wise, but yeah, I thought Black Ops had to handle the story, but kind of I liked it better than the Modern Warfare stories. I thought no, it was yeah. tongue. Did you like the Modern? I, they I were like, they were really good interactive action movies, but from a plot standpoint, they weren't yeah, kinda, great. They were more about the set pieces than, than what yeah, was I would, actually I would say that. Wouldn't you agree with Which, that? Which I mean, the set pieces yeah. were awesome. I mean, the, like the final sequence where you pull a knife out of your chest and kill another guy with it—that's fucking badass. <laughs> oh yeah, but I don't really care who I'm stabbing. Like, I, it, he was just a, a bad guy with a mustache and a name, and who was framing you and then killed your best friend, who probably is still alive. So, but doesn't that sound like a diehard plot line? Like, <laughs> most video games. Kill my best friend, and I have to are, have my revenge. Yeah. yeah. Most video games, and most movies are a diehard reference. Well, it, 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 it is, a, it is a, f- a complete video game nod to Die Hard, yeah. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But the storyline, I would never say, is, is a strong point of the Modern Warfare series. So Modern Warfare 1, it, it was like Three Kings to me. It was, it was well done. It reminded me more of a war movie than an action movie. Whereas Modern Warfare 2, 
is was more, more an action movie. A Michael Bay flick. You're, I mean, you're, you're fucking yeah. climbing <laughs> yeah. a wall of ice and snow. No, not, and, not that that's bad, it, necessarily. No, no, that it, bad, and it works for I, that genre. Is the thing. But Black yeah. Ops, it took that more movie-like quality and took it into like a more, I thought, thoughtful, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I would so it was more that, creative, yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. The only reason why I liked the Modern Warfare series is because it was modern and I was able to more, more or less relate because you've been in the military, yeah. True, I I like the World War Two era and stuff like that, but the Cold War where Black Ops was in, I had no interest whatsoever. I, I mean, I like I give him props for trying to find like a, a part of history that hasn't been explored. Really yeah, in I, give, I give him yeah, that, that point. I give him that. that. But from the little bit I saw and heard from Black Ops, not me playing it, but from watching someone else, it, it, it there was something missing. It was very me. different. I mean, because Call of Duty kind of has that almost. I don't know. It, it's a military shooter. You're surrounded by a bunch of soldiers, and you're and you're fighting the Russians, and in, 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 inevitably, even Black Ops, you're fighting the Russians, aren't you? In, in Black Ops, it's the Cold War. Yeah, it's Cold War. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, mean, I know part of Black Ops Two is going to be in the Cold War because yeah, they're in whoever, the eighties. Like whoever the... you were in the first one, you're still those guys, but it goes back to it goes forward to the year twenty twenty five. You're playing as that guy's son, mm-hmm. to yeah. which I don't know what it is. And then there, he's playing, he's acting out the what, uh, what's the word? I'm about? The the uh, the cause and effects. He's seeing the effects of what his father and his guys did back in the Cold War. So that's how there will be flashbacks going back to those guys. Right. You'll do something, and then it changes. When you go back to the kid, here's an interesting question: What's going to sell more, Halo Four or Black Ops? I think Black Ops. I don't think that's like Halo Four is going to be the better game without a doubt. Oh, it will be the better game, but But Black Ops Two will sell more, which is a shame. Way more to reserve for Black Ops Two than Halo. Yeah, more than more than for Halo. No, 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 no. More for Halo. Halo has really. That's what Halo has more. Really, there's no exhaustion for Halo. Yeah, that's that's probably true. I I know from my store. uh, I'm I'm actually really surprised. There is more. I I, I'm not at this point. There is more pre-orders for Halo Four than we have our Black Ops Two. Well, that's combining all of the systems. Combining both systems and their collector's editions. Well, I'm happy about that, actually. <laughs> it's because Call of Duty people are... I think people are finally getting a little bit exhausted. But you know that yeah. Halo 4, the sequel of the game that came out in 07, is coming out. And then Black Ops 2. Yeah, I mean, is, they, they've done a lot of side stuff in between, but not like this is the, not yeah, Master did, Chief did, stuff. Right. Yeah, they did prequels. Yeah, like so this now, This is the Master first Chief. Master Chief game yeah. since so 2007. So in a way, it's not really so. fair to compare the two, because this is yeah. more of a, a bigger step in right. the series. Um, but at the same time, it's really... I like it. I like I, the idea. Uh, well, I, I, I hope that is the case. Um, I just see a lot of people... Even even if they're not reserving it, like for Call of Duty, I I can see a lot more walk-ins for walk-ins, that because yeah, yeah. because like, it, it's like it's like oh man, did you get that new Call of Duty? Oh yeah, dude, it's out. And then the other guy goes out and buys it I because think, his friend has it, not because right. he wants it, but because of the social aspect. I think of, for gamers, and when I say gamers, I mean gamer in the classic sense. They're all they're way more excited about Halo. Oh, I would agree with that because yeah. it's it's like reinvigorating the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the like reason the I think Call of Duty might sell more is because it hits more of a casual audience. Yeah, more of like that Madden Call of Duty, you know, That's that audience. Call of Duty has slowly shed its core gamer yeah. audience and. 
it's mostly casual gamers yeah. now. And casual gamer is, you know, Halo Reach came out and they're like, okay, whatever, ODST, they're yeah. like, whatever. Halo 4 is a big deal to hardcore gamers. Halo 4 is like World of Warcraft coming out. Yeah. And so if you put something like that against another Call of Duty, which is basically another Madden, yeah, that's how I look at it. So I'm glad. And, Halo 4 and like reading, like I was saying, reading about Black Ops Two, like I was excited, and then E3 came around, yeah. and I watched the gameplay video, like demo that they showed at E3, and then I was like, this Same looks like game. every Call other of Call of Duty, and I was like, just wow, you basically just unsold me on the game that I was sold on, right? Which to be fair, Black Halo, Halo isn't isn't like rewriting. No, but book, I, but it, it's but you look at it from a graphic standpoint, it's like a they, huge yeah, it's a huge leap. It's probably um, it might be the best looking game on the system. I don't know. I, I've it, it's yeah, it's gonna be close. I mean, be close and Battlefield Three looked really good. Well, <laughs> and I watched and honestly, Forza Horizon looks. Phenomenal. I, car games are a little bit different. Cause yeah, I would I would agree because you know, it, the car, the car games it's more about the setting. There's not enough, know, as and, much and to stuff slow like the that. thing down. Yeah, that's true too. Smoke, I mean, you don't have particle and gunfire, right? right and you don't have a bunch of enemies and stuff. Coming right, it's just it. the yeah. cars. Yeah, I would agree. With you that, can put yeah. more detail in the resolution of the texturing and all that crap. But I mean, it's it's going to be hard up against Battlefield. Like Battlefield just looked really fucking good. But I mean, that Frostblade Two engine is is an amazing looking engine. I mean, because Metal of Honor looks really good too. What engine are we using for? Halo 4 does um, it's unreal isn't it or no it's not it's it's their own engine um, I don't know what they what they call it but but it's it's I mean from the foundation it's built off the same engine they did for like Reach and stuff but it's it's you know they, they've kicked it up and right it's, it's using everything the Xbox 360 has basically. yeah so, yeah um no, yeah, I'm really excited about Halo 4. Right, yeah, I, new trilogy. I can't wait. They have removed Firefight. Were you guys aware of that? What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what kinda, I said. I kind of like Firefight. I loved Firefight. I fucking loved it. But, um, but they have added Spartan Ops, which I've heard good things about. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I mean, from what I heard from it, it's like... Uh, the reviews so far aren't that crazy about it. They're not. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying from, what, from the knowledge I have, it's basically... At that point, when you're done with the story, you can create your own story afterwards. That's that's what we're talking about, right? That's Spartan Ops. You, I don't know. There's not much. There's you don't have There's not really, really much creation to it. There's no creative input, really. I mean, when I said that the people are disappointed, the Halo Four is getting really good reviews. It's just that particular mode that they're disappointed with, just to make sure nobody misunderstood. Right. Um, it's basically every week they're going to release a new mission pack, and, and the mission pack has like ten. They're going to call them missions, but really they're fights. Okay. Like each each little snippet is like one big fight that you do like like one fight out of any campaign mission in halo so all the, the little fights together comprise like one full mission and there's going to be nine of them but there's no scoring system there's no leaderboards there there's not much to it once you play it there's no real reason to go back and play it again whereas the campaign has like the scoring system from from the other game yeah. so um I, I don't know i feel like that it's a cool addition but to for, to be a substitute for Firefight seems stupid. If Firefight was still there and Spartan Ops is there, I'd still play Spartan Ops. But so the fact okay. that it, it's just trying to fill... Spartan Ops, they, you say there's going to be nine or ten like fights or missions or whatever it, Yeah, there's going to be ten mission packs. Every week they're going to come out for nine weeks. And it, it, each mission pack has like ten of these fights in it. Okay. And they're meant to be played on Legendary with four people. And they're meant to be pretty difficult, but they're mostly like maybe five or ten minutes apiece. Okay. So what's the end result for doing that? Mm-hmm. You sure? They're, they're, they just I mean, they're, they're basically co-op campaigns, so there's some story elements in, in between, but... Um, my my point is that 
Firefight was like the test your metal horde mode, you know, right. tra- track your score, try to get better and better and, and strategize. And to have no scoring mode and no way to measure your success in this, it's a very bad substitute for that kind of gameplay mode, which served a real purpose. You know, it True, was like, but did, did they say whether or not there's no, no benefit afterwards doing it? For everything I've read, yeah, you just play through it and then you're done. There might be an achievement or something to get from it, but there's no no incentive to go back and play it. And for to replace a mode that was all about replay, because right. Firefight is endless and you just fucking... It's like Horde mode. Okay. To, to, to create a mode that's basically a once-through and you're done, I, I feel like that was a stupid idea. To get rid of Firefight and then put this in instead was stupid. To, to add that to the package would, would have been a good idea, but to get rid of Firefight and add this is stupid. Okay. But I'm still excited about Halo 4 because the campaign's supposed to be fucking well, awesome. Yeah. What's, what's that? What was the question? That out of everything that you've read about it, did they officially say that there's nothing, there's no end result to it? Because they could not have said anything just for it to be a surprise. So my Well, question, they, they probably don't also have a season's worth of right. the content. They only, they had the right. first like, mission They just have like, the, the first match. Yeah, right. right. And just from playing that, they beat it and then that was it. And there was nothing. But I mean, if you play through it, there may be something. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's possible, or it could but... be something they just didn't want to put out just yet to let everyone know what could be the end result for it. If, and, if the new mission packs that come out aren't carbon copies of this with just different scenarios, if they take it further, and if there's like one mission pack in the next pack that's like. And, and it's basically a firefight where it's an endless endless phase of enemies or a lot of enemies that you have to go through and it's really hard. That might be a cool substitute, but... But it, it is official that this this has no scoring in it whatsoever. Yeah, that's official, yeah. Okay. It's more like the Spec Ops mode in Call of Duty. It's similar to that. Okay. I would compare it to that. Okay. Okay. Which was which was cool. I mean, but yeah. nobody is like, man, I can't wait to go and play Spec Ops. It was just like something you played like once or twice and you were, you were done. I play those all the time. Spec Ops. Okay, well, Spec Ops is probably gonna be better than this, to be honest with you, because Spec Ops was very diverse and they, they were they were challenging their own. Like, uh, there was there was there was a couple of you actually had to have somebody else with you because. On Modern Warfare 2, there was a bridge one where one guy should have stayed on one side of the bridge and another one on the other side. That yeah. way you can do both do a sweep and do a crossover and sweep again and crossover. Yeah, and, they were really well-structured, like, scenarios. And, uh, and that's not to say these won't be, but... And to get to the, um... I mean, the only reason why I play those ones is to get the achievements for them. To get yeah. so many stars out of them. So that it, it was they could substitute for the single player or the, or the multiplayer. It was just something to, to slog. It was there, and you got achievements for it, so let's play through it. That was how a lot of people looked at that mode, I think. And it was even, fun even, in its own right. Even, but, after I, even after I got the achievements, I sort of went back and played them through. Yeah. I think Because I, I, cool. I just like doing the, the scenarios. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not knocking Spartan Ops on its own merits. I think th- to not have a scoring system is stupid for, for a mode that is essentially... I, th- I think for me it's going to be a wait and see. Like I'm right. gonna, yeah, I, 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 I want to see what the final product is. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm not going to pass final judgment from everything yeah. that I've heard and read. And I, I've read a lot because I really want to play the fucking game. It sounds like it's a cool idea, but it should not have taken a place of firefight. Firefight should yeah. still have been in there, and this should have been something in addition to. Yeah, I agree um, with that. So that's that's what were the other did they uh, say what the other modes were would be besides that and campaign campaign multiplayer and spec ops and the, or no, spec ops, uh, <laughs> Spartan ops Spartan, Spartan ops, ops yeah which that I mean they called it that probably intending for it to be kind of well actually I, I did, yeah that's right it's called Spartan ops and 
that's I think that's a direct nod to Spec Ops, basically, as you say, this is our version of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Firefight was a big deal. People loved Firefight. It was like a, it became a staple of the series, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it was a knockoff of Horde, but it was still fucking awesome. And to completely get rid of that, I just don't see why they would have done that. But, but My I mean, it was the Grand Apocalypse. Grand <laughs> Apocalypse was fucking awesome. <laughs> Remember playing that online? You get the, the huge credit bonus whenever you did the firefight online. Yeah, it was, it was, mm-hmm. was cool. Um, the campaign is supposed to be a lot harder than the other campaigns, which is exciting for me. Um, especially because it's four-player co-op, I mean. Yeah. And... I still need to finish Reach. God damn it, finish Reach. Oh, I don't Yeah, well... Um, finish Reach uh, the first day. We did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm playing on Legendary by myself, and I'm at the end, so I... Did you uh, beat it on Legendary by yourself? Not by myself, no. That's, that's, that's tough. That's yeah, yeah, only game I ever did that on, so... Aren't you, aren't you enjoying it, kind of? Like, because... I haven't played it in about five months. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that shit. Because I'm, I'm stuck at the end with a meal, and he doesn't want to go out and kill the people that I told him to. Yeah, that's like the very end, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Right before uh, cannon and you start to shoot at the fucking... I don't know. Okay. You never beat it? You've beaten it, haven't you? No. Oh, it's your first time through it. Yeah. (laughs) By myself on Legendary. (laughs) (laughs) And hence why it has not been done. So you haven't beaten it on multiplayer or single player? Oh, shit, dog. Well, um... I refuse to have help. I'm already at the end, so there's no point in me going back. Well, yeah, there's an achievement for doing it by yourself, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, it's 150 points. Anything else to say about Halo 4? The DMR and the Battle Rifle are both in it. That's cool. Oh, they got both of them in there. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, it has loadouts. Yeah. A la Call of Duty. Different, yeah. Which is, I'm not going to knock it for that, because just what, from what I've seen, it's cool. You unlock weapons. Okay. And you can pick five different loadouts. You pick a primary, a secondary... So with that said, does that mean you can also like um, like Call of Duty change like the camo on it? Because I I know yeah, I know on, on this one they're going to give you armor skins that you mm-hmm. can change so you can blend it in with the environment. I forgot completely; it blanked on me, but I just remembered there are no um, weapons on the map. Really. Which oh. is a huge difference. Yeah. Now it does. They they drop in its ordnance drops, yeah. so you'll see like a thing coming down. Okay. And it'll be on the radar and stuff, um, and then everybody's gonna scramble to get whatever it is. But it's random. Okay. And so yeah, there's no like rocket spawn, sniper spawn. That is really fucking cool. That's that's that, gonna change Halo a lot. It is, that's, but, but that's two more building on the survivability for it too. Yeah, yeah. They're they're really making changes, but at the same time, the fact that the weapons still exist they're just randomized and yeah. drop in certain places so mm-hmm. there's still a power weapon mm-hmm. it's just not a power weapon position it's now right yeah it could be like anywhere now, so it's changing map control to, to, you have to adapt to it yeah. so you, the, the weapons are randomized does that mean the drops are also going to be randomized or are they going to be like set places the drop well the drop locations will probably be set because they don't want to crash into a wall where you can't get it right but that'll be um, awesome though <laughs> fly up in a banshee try to shoot it out of there or something. Um, but yeah the weapons themselves are randomized yeah. okay. which is I, I'm really excited about that actually that's pretty fucking awesome to have that and then the loadouts on top of that that's now and I also know that um, they're making sprint def- uh, sprint def- is your left stick yeah. sprint is your left stick but you'll also have another power up like how uh, Rooch had the the jet packs the armor lock you can also get those as well yeah. but sprint is your default uh, everybody has sprint at all yeah, times yeah. At and all then times. it has like a, a limited perk system where you can like oh like kill streaks and stuff there's like a tactical package and there's a uh, dicks 
What's the other one? I don't think that's the other package. Uh, it's funny we're talking about packages and I said all oh, dicks. <laughs> um, the tactical package, that's what you assign that and that can like give you, you can carry more ammo at a time. Flashbangs, probably, stuff like that. No, it doesn't have flashbangs, but you can carry more ammo, maybe more grenades, stuff like that. And then there's another one, it's like you. Oh, shit. I can't think of any of them right now. I wish you could. I was going to say, look it up. Huh. <clears throat> it, it's, it's things like, um, like you aim faster, maybe that was one of them. Like, or not. Uh, things that affect just like the way like your movement speeds a little bit faster stuff like that i wish i could think of a solid so they're like you know perks kind of similar to perks yeah, basically <laughs> um yeah there was one that i really wanted to just say that i can't remember right now i think it was like aiming speed but i, I can't remember exactly but no it, it's cool that they're they're adding that level of customization and it's not going to break the game it's not going to make it like halo or, or like call of duty where you know somebody's running with marathon knifing people it's just little things that kind of it's more to cater to your play style rather than to make a build that's yeah. effective which I think is the way to go yeah. yeah so it keeps the playing field even but lets you kind of modify things in a limited way which is cool and that's about all I can think of for Halo 4 at the moment okay except that I really 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 want to play it yeah Halo 4 is going to be awesome yep well I mean two more days mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I, did, I put it on Facebook today, eight years ago. Halo 2 came out. Right around this time of year. And I was, like, so giddy for that fucking game. Like, I had wanted that game, like... Was like, it eight years ago? Eight years ago, 2004. 2004. Yeah. I'll never forget that. November 9th, 2004, wasn't it? Was it uh, September, sounds right. September 7th, 2000. September 7, 2007. 7 for 3. Was 3. Yeah. Yeah. 7, so 9, 7, 7, or something. I think it was September 27th. 9, 27, 7. Um, yeah, it was 27. Yeah. And then Reach was September 2, I think. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it did, I, I'm like as excited for it. Not as excited for it as I was for 2, but not because of the game. Just because I guess I've grown up just a little bit, you know. Tim Smith growing up. Just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. I don't think that's true. I mean, it was like all I thought about night and day. I ate, drank, and slept Halo. Like it was like, and Slim Jims. And Slim Jims. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited. Are you guys excited about it at all? Yeah. Yeah. Just not giddy just a, like just in you a normal are. way. Like yeah, I get it. But it's cool that I can still get that excited about a game that's coming out. I feel like I, I kind of like that. I feel like I'm not getting that old. Yeah. You know, that I would consider taking off work and pretending to be sick so I can stay and play a video game. I never want to get so old and mature that, that that won't be something that I would consider doing. I want that to be a staple of who I am. I want that to define me. That Tim called off work so he could stay and play Halo. That's always going to be how I roll. I think. <laughs> Nobody else would would skip work to play. I mean, I'll I'll skip work to play it. <laughs> would you skip work to play Halo? Fake sick? No, uh, no. Because I really don't do that. You, you thought about it a little bit. You're not sure about it. No, I'll usually. Um, when I was working, I never did that. So. I mean, I'll I may uh, put in a request for work to have a personal day, and I can still get paid at while play Halo. 
But you wouldn't take you wouldn't Which, like not I did, worth a shift. Like I did this past Tuesday, so I can stay home and play Assassin's Creed and get paid to do oh, it. Fuck are you then you did you did exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. You said not go to work, which means you're not getting paid for that day. Oh, okay. The so difference is I'm getting paid. You need to get paid for that day, but you and still play my video games. Okay. So if you can take a personal day, you'll do that, but you won't just call off work no, and no, I get no, Okay. No. I would. It's not my blood to call <laughs> off work. I'll eat less <laughs> that week if I have to. Like a <laughs> Uh, you could probably use it. Yes, it's, it's that time of year when you got to buy nine games anyway. Everybody's on ramen and bologna. <laughs> <laughs> ramen and cheese. Actually. That's when yeah. that's when uh, Mar Chan's stock goes up because <laughs> of all that all that ramen mm-hmm. getting sold. I saw something like that, some kid won a ramen scholarship. It was on Reddit like a couple weeks ago. It was just a fucking a box like twice the size of your table. In height and width, full of ramen. And, it, and the packaging was like a gigantic red box, and it had the, the, the ramen logo on it. Yeah, because he was, yeah, was going to college, and it, that was enough ramen probably for four years. Maybe. <laughs> it was a lot of ramen. Um, I wish I, ramen's terrible for you, by the way. It is. Really bad. High in sodium, but it's all right. It tastes good. Yeah. You can eat like three packets at once. I think you can eat like five. Four. <laughs> I wasn't just throwing that out there. We were, this was legit. We had a conversation about it. <laughs> well, yes, it's. Uh, that may as well the... just mention this. Um, they are having a, a creative writing contest on GameSpot for Dishonored, and I guess if you win, you get um, a signed copy of the game by the development team. And I'm going to participate. Um, I'll participate if they were giving out that mask. That would be cooler. Yeah, that would be cooler. <laughs> a lot of people make that mask, actually. A lot of people want it's Corvo for Halloween. What I saw on Reddit. <clears throat> I'm always on Reddit. Um, but no, yeah, if, if you played Dishonored and you like the story, or if you're like me and you played Dishonored and you thought the story sucked, and you want to give your own like, spin on it, this is a really good way to do it. And maybe get a free game. So. Gamespot.com. It's on there. I guess that's all I can say about it. Because you guys told me not to talk about my idea because some people will try to steal it. So. That's, I mean, that's the smart thing to do, Tim Smith. I appreciate yeah. it, yeah. yeah. I was going to just tell everybody everything. and I'd probably go on there and be like, this story won because it was great and it was blah, Your blah, story. Blah. And I'd be like, fuck you, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then you won't be able to do anything about it. Nope. nope. I would still feel cool that my story won. I just wouldn't yeah, get credit you know, for it. But you would have a video game because it. But you know, Patrick McGinnis would get the get the kudos <laughs> for <fuck> him. <laughs> no, he's all right if he's listening. He's all right. He he does listen. Okay, <laughs> I thought he might. So, <laughs> so 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 Patrick, you can send your hate mail to remo12 at gmail You could probably put that if you like if a, you haven't really realized yet. Tim Smith's email is remo12 at gmail Send all your hate or love if. You even Probably have that notion? Love. Nah, I don't think <laughs> love for Tim exists. I am. Um, hey, do you guys though? Because I pl- I play games from the standpoint of somebody who, like, I want to make games. I always have since I was a kid. So I play games with that not a critical eye, but like a developer eye. No, I'm not. To, that's not to say I'm, I'm nobody. I don't want to act like cocky about it. But I have always wanted to make games, and so I. I since when these, don't you want to act cocky? I've always played games like that where I've. From the standpoint of somebody like, how would I have done this? Is how I look at it. And how's that worked out for you? I mean, I have a lot of opinions, obviously. You know, I had to cut Dishonored apart. 
um, and it's a game that most people consider to be pretty good and I, I think I ran it into the ground which it, it is a solid game but I feel like it's just uninspired and derivative and it doesn't do anything new and it's it's riding on the back of other games that are better see that sounds harsh it's easier a game designer would look at a game and tell you I think I had to word this it's easy to look at a great game and tell somebody why it's great it's hard to look at a great game and tell you how it can be better and that's what a game designer does that's what I that's what I try to do with games I try to look at it and see how could this be better it just sometimes comes out like this game's gay and stupid and a piece of shit and the story sucks but what I'm saying is it could be better if they did this <laughs> if that makes sense it would, it would sound more I get diplomatic in writing, probably. No, I, I would still say that in writing. <laughs> Some a dick, but I have a point. <laughs> Most of them do. I, I was hoping <laughs> you wouldn't make that joke, because it was... Yeah. The door was wide open, so there was no reason for him There's not There's another to joke there, like a... Yeah. Buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's... So that's that. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so I would say say that I would about wrap it up. What are we up to on this podcast, by the way? Uh, an hour thirty. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of. Anybody else have so, anything that they want to? I'm, I'm, fr- I'm fresh out. Yeah. yeah. I'm fresh out. We didn't have a special guest this week, so. Uh... <laughs> God and God bless him. <laughs> yeah, I got to play the My Little Pony fighting game. It was uh, uh yeah. How was that? It's surprisingly. My I mean, pony. it's ponies fighting. It is what it is. <laughs> so cartoon ponies. So was your I- was your idea correct? Do they just turn around with their hind legs and just son of a it? bitch? If they didn't, a couple of them did. <laughs> I, I they did. Um, it is ponies hitting each other with rainbows, Street Fighter style. Like it's the with real what? One of them used rainbows. Another one had a book, and they and she read it, and then she would swing it, but not with her. She wouldn't like hold it with her hoofs because that wouldn't make any sense. Why would? <laughs> well, did she sprout hands? Just for magic, she used it and. and... She whinnied and it didn't. I wish you guys could have seen me because I was just waving my head around like a pony. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think you're helping the cause here, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it it was legit. It was a fighting game. If if we, me and you had sat down with controllers, we would have had fun. Like it played like a Street Fighter. Like it was. I mean, if you can get over the fact that you're cartoon ponies hitting each other in rainbows it's a, it's a fucking fighting game yeah it is what it is you want to talk about aesthetics not being anything important when gameplay is solid the, the gameplay was solid I'm, I mean I'm not gonna buy it <laughs> I'm not gonna be on I'm not gonna have somebody along Xbox Live and see Valmark in the media playing My Little Pony fighting what the fuck was it called I don't even remember it had some bizarre like really overly artful title like like Requiem of the of Dawn or something I'm like what? <laughs> I'm like, it's fucking My Little Pony kicking each other. And, and, and they did hit each I keep saying they hit each other with rainbows. It was fucking awesome. And one of them had that. Like I said, he had a little, little book. And he, all right, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, well, on the next podcast, we're probably going to be talking a lot about Halo 4. So 
Everybody should tune in that you, out. You, you two probably will be talking about Halo 4. I'm going to try to acquire uh, Liberation, which is Assassin's Creed 3 for the Vita, because you're a different person on that one. A lot of you, then you'll have something different that we, you know. Um. So, yeah, I guess that is it, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Halo 4 will probably be the primary discussion next week. Word, word. I'm sure. It's going to be hard to pull myself away from Halo 4. I'm probably going to have your TV here and probably going to be playing it, like, in the same room. And then we're going to take a break to <laughs> do the podcast. And I'm probably going to start playing it again right after. Like, it's... I'm probably going to be really excited to end the podcast sooner next weekend because I'm probably going to really... just want to go back and play that game. Because I work all week and I'm not going to play it that much. But... Oh, burp. Um, yeah, I guess that's everything I have to say. All right, so uh, tune in next time um, <laughs> where we, you know, make fun of Tim and where his, Tim makes really good points and, and wins all the and arguments his, you know, and ponies with rainbows and mostly winning the arguments though. And he's right about everything. I'm gonna get the last word. I see what you're doing. I, I'm trying to I really, I really, you know what? No, I want to end this podcast with, hey Joe. You're fucking wrong. Dead or Alive story doesn't make any goddamn sense, and you can't argue against me on that. I won't. No, we all agree on that, yeah. Son of a bitch, you did it. (laughs) I did it. You have been listening to a product of Spider Duck Internet Radio. Check us out at spiderducknetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at spiderducknet.